Hey everybody, Ryan here, your honest IT advisor from IP Dimension. And if you're a proud South African like I am, you would know that um, we've received the notice of all ADSL services and copper-based services being discontinued as of the 1st of September 2020. However, that's been postponed a bit due to the recent COVID outbreak, and uh, that's understandable. But now the question arises, what next? What now? What should I get? What option should I use? And so forth. Today's podcast will be about life after ADSL and uh, the different options that's available in the market. And uh, I will specifically focus on home internet provision, as I would hopefully um, have businesses already on fiber connection. So uh, I hope you enjoy this. Let's talk internet. Many South Africans are still making use of ADSL and as an international listener you might ask yourself why? Why would you still be using ADSL? And the simple reason for this is that um, all of South Africa is not covered by fiber yet and furthermore uh, we don't have the available spectrum for wireless networks or wireless provision. Um, Vodacom, MTN and RAIN has only recently announced their release of the 5G network spectrum within South Africa. Uh, RAIN come on board I think mid-2019 when they released their 5G network. Vodacom announced earlier this year in 2020, I think it was May, when they said they are now busy rolling out their 5G network. And that's in collaboration with Liquid Telecom. So it's not even their own network. They're just managing it on behalf of Liquid Telecom. And then MTN announced recently, I think it was the 1st of July, they announced their 5G network. So up to very recent time, uh, as a South African, you had the option of LTE as the fastest network or LTEA um, providing a bit faster speeds um, to the South African market. But other than that, you were bound to fiber links. And if fiber was not in your area and there wasn't good 4G LTE or 5G coverage in your area, you were stuck with ADSL or best case scenario, VDSL, but that wasn't available to everybody. Um, and that's why I've got this podcast today is to discuss these options with you. It's, um, since Telcom now announced that there will not be any more copper services available um, to the likes of ADSL or VDSL in any area in South Africa, and they've discontinued their support on ADSL services, you would now need to make a decision on what's next. What does life hold after ADSL and VDSL? So you've got a couple of options available and, and hopefully they're busy trenching in your area for a fiber network. And I think with Telcom announcing the discontinuation of copper, they're going to speed up the process of trenching for fiber lines within you know, suburban areas within South Africa. Uh, hopefully many businesses already have fiber coverage and I think they would be an, an increase in, in deployment of fiber networks to businesses as well. Uh, Telcom wants to phase out the copper-based network and I think that's the major push behind this. So your first option, if fiber is available, is obviously to go the fiber route. Or is it that obvious? Okay, so remember now, if you go the fiber route, 
Fiber is still a fixed medium. So it's a line that's connected to your home. Um, and remember, I'm specifically focusing on home internet. We're not talking business internet yet. So if you've got fiber in your area, it's connected to your home and you are bound to that connection for internet services, which means that you're either in a contract, a 24-month or 36-month contract period with your service provider and they bill you a monthly charge for internet services or if you would opt not to use the contract-based um, subscription service then you need to purchase the cpe or customer premise equipment from your service provider now this can be costly Remember, it's a router that's installed at your house uh, that connects to this fiber link. And then uh, in, in some cases, the router provides wireless. In some cases, it doesn't provide wireless. And then you need to you know, implement your own access points and base stations and so forth to have Wi-Fi in your house. Um, but that could be a costly experience. So many people opt for the contract. And the reason for that is that you don't have that initial cost uh, connected to the fiber equipment that's then for the isp or the internet service providers cost and you just pay a monthly subscription so the equipment never becomes yours it always stays the ownership of the internet service provider but what if fiber is not available in your area uh, i know from personal experience they are busy drenching in my area but i've got no fiber to my home option available yet and i think that's part of the reason why telcom announced that they're not going to discontinue ads on the first of september they've postponed this with a couple of months uh, but i think they're going to drench like mad in the next coming months to ensure that there's fiber all over the place so in my case and and maybe you're in this position too i had to take a look at the g networks so 4g 5g lte and, and g in this case does not stand for the gigahertz range it stands for generation so 4g is fourth generation internet 5g is fifth generation and then you had lte you had lte at a or lte advanced and you pretty much had to go and check what the coverage were in your area before you signed up for those. Uh, in my case, I had to opt for the Telcom LTE service. There is also Afriost available. There's Access available. There is Vodacom. There's MTN, Salsi, um, and and Rain announced their five G as I mentioned uh, last year. I think mid twenty nineteen. At that stage, I only had telecom coverage in my area. And I would share those links with you on, on some of the most popular coverage map checks. So you can log on to that link or browse to that link, insert your residential address, and it will tell you if there is 4G, LTE, or 5G coverage in your area. In my case, there was only 4G coverage. And I now have to admit that at best, I received about 6 megabits per second download speed, which is terrible. Okay, But if you've got nothing else, then that would be the option to go. Subsequently, I did a bit more research, and this might be an option for you too. So there's something called the WISP, or Wireless Internet Service Provider. Now what this means is they erect a satellite dish almost as big as your satellite television service dish uh, on your roof and this dish points to what is known as a high site now let me explain what a high site is 
eyesight in essence is a metal framework tower that's installed on a peak or a let's call it a mountain if you'd like um, that's a higher point uh, to your residential area now on this high site they've got multiple antennas and multiple satellite dishes where your house would connect to for internet service so internet is provided to this tower or high site and that's then directed to your satellite at your house which provides internet services to your house it sounds all fine and dandy, but it is expensive. Again, there's CPE, customer premise equipment, that need to be purchased and installed at your house. Um, again, your data subscription services are expensive. Um, at the time that I did research on it, uh, I think a 10 megabits per second uncat linked uh, amounted to about 1,400 Rand per month. And if I compared that to the 4G and LTE services available from Telcom at that stage, um, that was 700 or 800 Rand a month. So it was quite more expensive to go the wireless internet service provider link or WISP link. One of the drawbacks on the WISP link is that it's weather dependent. So if there's a hailstorm or a lot of rainstorms in your area, you will experience a degrade in services. But if you don't have fiber and you don't have 4G or LTE coverage, that would be your answer. That would be the only route to go. You would need to look at a WISP service or wireless internet service provider service. Let's talk about the 5G network because I think that's a, a great option, especially with MTN recently announcing the release of their 5G options and it's available in Johannesburg, Gauteng and I think Cape Town, I'm not 100% sure um, but at the time of this recording I think it was definitely in Johannesburg and Pretoria. So you could opt for that 5G network. Now 5G refers to fifth generation and what that means is it's about 10 times faster than LTE. So LTE would provide you I'd say in, in essence about 20 to 40 megabits per second speeds. With 5G, many of the providers, and I'm now talking about Rain, Vodacom, and MTN, um, they opt for about 200 megabits per second uh, internet download speed, but there have been tests by Rain that provided as much as 700 megabits per second, and they are aiming for a gigabit per second transfer speed. Yay, that sounds awesome. I would love a gigabit per second download speed. And to our international listeners, um, I know this sounds stupid to you, but if you're used to 7 or 8 megabits per second, then <laughs> I think even 200 megabits per second would be brilliant. Okay, so that, that would be what we're aiming for, is to at least get 200 megabits per second. There are some issues that you need to consider when looking for 5G coverage and when deciding on going the 5G route. Point number one, your normal router and normal SIM card, if you're using an LTE or 4G router, would not work on the 5G spectrum. Okay, The reason for this is 5G works in a different band and you need access to that 5G network, which is obtained through a 5G-enabled SIM card. Secondly, your router... Okay, uh, it needs to be 5G enabled. So you can look at take a lot at the time of this recording, a, a Huawei 5G 
router was in the area of about 6,000 Rand. It is costly. Um, and remember, once again, if you're willing to sign a contract with your provider, then they would carry the cost of the router. The router will never become yours. Just keep in mind, though, if lightning or a power surge destroys that router, you will be responsible for replacing that router at your own cost. Okay, so ensure that you have insurance on that router and make sure that you insure it for about six to seven thousand rand, depending on the router that you're using. Just keep that in mind. Okay, if you do have a 5G router, um, brilliant. 5G is downward compatible, so it would pick up 4G and LTE networks. The um, opposite is unfortunately not not doable. So if you've got a 4G or LTE router, you would not be able to browse the 5G spectrum. So you won't be able to get that speed, that 200 megabits per second speed on the 5G network. So it is a, a costly and an expensive exercise, but if you do decide to go the contract route, it's going to be less expensive. And you could look at about 899 Rand to 1,100 Rand for 5G um, services available via Rain, MTN or Vodacom. Just do your homework. Okay. And obviously go and check the coverage in your area. Make sure that you do have 5G coverage. Okay. You might ask why not a pocket router then? Why one of these expensive routers? Good. So you, you do get 5G pocket routers. They, um, I think Rain specifically provides them with their services. And it's all fine and dandy, but that only enables wireless in your house. If you go for the Huawei, uh, I think it's called the Huawei Pro 2 5G router. Um, that has a RJ45 connection at the back. Okay. And that provides cable network services as well, which means that you can connect a switch and to the switch you can connect your access points, which would extend Wi-Fi throughout your house. So I would personally opt for the Pro 2 uh, 5G router by Huawei. Uh, it's a, a, a better option to use and it, it provides you with a lot more uh, capabilities um, to expand your network in your house. Okay. The other advantage to going the Huawei Pro 2 router would be um, your portability, which means you can travel with it. Uh, the nice thing, again, is it's backward compatible to LTE and 4G, which means that you can travel around with your router and have Wi-Fi where you settle down. Um, it, it, even if there isn't 5G coverage in that area, you would be able to browse 4G and LTE should that coverage be available in the area that you're at. Um, so keep that in, in consideration when you make your decision. Good. So obviously, point one would be fiber. I would love to go the fiber route if fiber is available in your area. If fiber is not available in your area, my second suggestion would be to look for coverage of 4G, LTE or 5G. 5G being the number one choice there. If it's not available, then LTE A definitely. Okay, so take a look at the coverage. I'll include some links on coverage maps within the podcast episode description. Good. And thirdly, if neither of those options are available, 
you know, no fiber, no 4G LTE or 5G coverage, then look at the WISP route, wireless internet service provider route. There are several providers in the market. Again, you would need to check coverage with them as well. If there is no high site available or if you're in a really densely populated area with high rising buildings, you would probably not be able to get line of sight to one of those high sites and then get your internet connection to your home. Great. Uh, one drawback that I need to mention about your WISP providers or wireless internet service providers with the high sites is that these high sites are dependent on batteries and solar power. Right. So many of them do not have power to them and therefore need to make use of battery and solar power. And unfortunately, crime stats in South Africa uh, is on the rise and these high sites are targeted because those batteries are really expensive. It's deep cycle batteries that, that provide backup power for a long time and those towers are being raided. So when we do have power outages, when we do have load shedding, in many cases, those links go down because the batteries are stolen. And that's unfortunately true for our 5G and LTEA 4G networks as well. They also make use of cell towers and these cell towers are also vandalized, batteries are stolen, and that might result in a loss of connection. Okay. I hope I've added some insights and I hope that I've given you some thought on what the options are available when ADSL is phased out. If you already have fiber, excellent, great, really happy for you. If you don't, then these are your options. Okay, so take a look at the G networks, the 4G LTEA on 5G networks or wireless internet service provider networks. Great stuff. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, I welcome your comments and your feedback to marketing at ipdimension.net. And um, you're welcome to drop me an email. I will assist as far as I can and give you the best possible insights and the best possible um, food for thought to make your decision on going in the next route after ADSL. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.